1: I don't need my stocking pill.: So probably not shockingly, uh, the number of local newspapers has plummeted, uh, not only in Minnesota but uh, across the country. In fact, in Minnesota, 34% of uh, small-town newspapers have been lost, and big newspapers have been lost since 2005. So why would you get in the business of small-town news, specifically newspapers? Is it viable at all? That's why we bring uh, Jeff and Michelle Van He into the conversation. They own four small-town newspapers. So, Jeff, that's my question to you. Why do you do it? Is it more of like a kind of a, a hobby, like a niche thing, or is this something actually that you think is absolutely viable still?
2: Well, thanks, Adam. Um, yeah, it's absolutely viable. And uh, obviously, depending on different parts of the state, I think the population density has something to do with it, but... We it sort of fell into our lap in a sense because Michelle, my wife, who's on with us, she was a freelance writer for the local newspaper or something to do when she was a stay-at-home mom. And, uh, yeah, send up the owner of the paper, asked her to be the editor, and she decided at one point to that she'd step into that, and then he wanted to move on and get some health things going on and offered to sell us the paper. And we looked at it and we said, you know what? We, we love the community and the paper is an uh, important part of the identity of the community and let's do it. Oh. So that was about 10 years ago.
1: <laughs> and what paper are you talking about? What was that original one and now how many do you own?
2: Uh, the original one was is the Medelia Times Messenger and uh, we own four now and the other three papers, the Comfrey Times, Darfur Gazette is one, the Hanska Herald is one and the Lake Crystal Tribune and uh, we, we have a I guess accumulated those over the last uh five years, six years. And uh and Michelle probably can f- fill you in some of that. She's she's the editor, publisher, writer, reporter. <laughs> I'm sort of the back end support, <laughs> do some sales. <laughs>
1: Well, the, Michelle, let, let me ask you that because that's the struggle that a lot of newspapers have is just the staffing. How 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 do you pay people to do the work that needs to be done to keep a a paper viable? So, how do you do that? And do you employ people? How many do you have? And how how do you how do you make it work?
3: We we do um, have people on staff, and we have amazing people on staff, and and that is that is the challenge. I think that that is one thing that small town papers in particular um sees the challenges yes getting people who you know have the skills um are willing to work and and yeah i mean we try to be as competitive as we can with salary um
1: competitive with who let me ask you that like oh, oh, well who's your competition to keep keep people on staff where would they where else would they go if they weren't working for you
3: it depends on the on the you know the the skill level. I mean, you know, our, our office manager, you know, she, you know, she's got great skills. She could probably work a lot of different places. Our ad designer, um, obviously, you know, she would have a lot of uh, viable skills for a variety of positions. But the one thing that we try to offer that we hope. Um, you know, gives us a little bit of an edge is, is A, we genuinely care about people. We want them to have a life. We try to be incredibly flexible, um, in how they work, where they work. Um, you know, and, a, and it's a family atmosphere. These aren't people that work for us. They are, you know, they're, they're part of our family now. Um, I just, I think, I remember seeing some statistic a while ago that people were more interested in having, you know, a flexible work schedule and being able to have more control over their time. And that was more interesting to them actually than, than money. Whether that's still true or not, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, but I feel that way. And I think that the people that work with us do. And, and we do ask, ask a lot. We, started with one paper, we now have four, and we really have not increased our staffing at all. Mm. Um, so that tells you right there what amazing people we have around us, and we simply could not do what we do, not only with the, without the staff that we have, um, but also you really need a, a passion and a love for the communities that you're serving, Yes, and you need a buy-in from those communities, yep. and I feel like You know, maybe we just, you know, live in a magical land where all those things came together, but we feel very, very blessed because we do care about each and every community that we serve. And, you know, we look at them as, as people, it's not just a town, but you look at the people and the people that are, you know, doing the events and having the things and each of our communities is, is unique. But the one thing that is common to each one of them is that they really care about their community. Um, and, and they have a buy-in, like they care about the paper and they're supportive. So they buy the paper, they read the paper, they advertise in the paper. And, and it's a very, um, you know, those things have to go yep. hand in hand. Um, so we're very lucky that way that we have extremely wonderful communities that we serve, Um, and and we try to do right by them. We're talking... Um. So it's, it's very, um, oh, gosh, it's really, you know, it's all those components have to come together. And yeah. it's not always easy.
1: Uh, um, we're talking to uh, Jeff and Michelle Van He. They own uh, sm- four small newspapers in Minnesota. We're reacting to the story about the drop in local news coverage. Jeff, the, you, you, you keep yep. mentioning, you know, people buy the paper, people read the paper. So do you still uh, physically print that paper or do, are more people just getting it online?
2: No, we actually have, um, well, more people have um, subscribed and gotten it uh, delivered digitally Mm -hmm. than in the past, and that's probably going to be a little bit of a trend going forward, but the bulk of our subscriptions, um, 80%, are still delivered uh, in the hard copy, and uh, there are other issues that come with that, and that, you know, we, you may know, and People that are listening probably know there's been lots of issues with the postal service and delivery, yep. and so we've had to deal with paper. You know, could we try to we want to be timely as possible. We're these, weekly papers are these week all weeklies? Yeah, they're all weeklies. Yeah, yep. And you know, scales do economy a little bit of business there. Is that they they all come out on the same day and they're done printed at the same printer and they print you know back to back to back to back. So it's not like we're doing four papers four separate days.
1: Michelle, here's the question that it boils down to, and when some people might, even the people who live in small towns, might say, is that, well, you know, I get, I get all the news I need on my phone. Now I subscribe, you know, obviously I follow obviously major news organizations, or I follow the Star Tribune or local television stations, and they give me what I need. What is your argument to say we're still, we still matter, and this is why our smaller paper still matters?
3: That's a great question, and the truth of it is, is you know, unless something, you know, big happens in your town, you know, like half your downtown burns down like happened to Medelia in 2016, Mm -hmm. um, those big news organizations aren't coming to our town. But you know what? The things that are happening here still matter. The local sports, the local service clubs, um, you know, our razzle dazzle parade in Midilia. And then, you know, each community has something that's unique to them and those bigger organizations aren't coming and they're not covering that day to day life. Those important events that maybe aren't national newsworthy, but are important to people's day to day lives. And that's where we come in and we, we do care about that. We are covering that we're going, you know, we're the local things that are happening that matter in, people's everyday life that are happening at the city level, the county level, the school level, you know, that's where we come in. And, you know, and people are great about submitting things, you Mm -hmm. know, the, you know, the things that are happening in people's day-to-day lives that you're not going to find anywhere else. One of my favorite things is I find that, um, you know, pictures are really big. We love putting pictures in our paper um, and people love seeing those. But uh, kids of all ages and even adults, people love seeing their picture in the yes. paper and yep. they still do. And that warms my heart. Like we take so many pictures, little kids. Like when I go to the elementary school to cover say the Christmas concerts coming up, the kids will see me and they recognize me and they will say hi. And they're like, oh, you come and take our picture. And I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And they'll see us about town, you know, and, and, the other communities and we go, you know, to the, like right now, where you know, each town has its Christmas celebration, you know, and Santa's going to visit each one of them on a different day. And we're going to go and we're going to take those pictures of those kids with Santa, because that's a huge deal. Santa's coming to each of their towns. And Hanska, he arrives on a fire truck. How cool (laughs) is that? I mean, come on, you know, is, are the bigger papers coming to cover that? They are not, but you know what we are because that's a big deal. Those kids, some of those kids, that's the first time they're seeing Santa. And he's sitting right in their community center. He came to their town on a fire truck, and they are dazzled by that. And those are the things that we want to be there for, that we want to capture, that still are viable, still are important. And a bigger news organization, you know, is not coming. Yeah. But that's what that's where that viability of the small town, local people who still care about the things that are happening in, you know, in people's lives every day. That would be my argument for what is important and what isn't viable for, you know, for local, because maybe our towns are small, but what's happening here is not unimportant.
1: Right. I love that. And that's a great answer. I think let's leave it there. I, I, I know we've talked to you before. We'll probably talk to you again at some point. I love Checking in with you guys because I love this story too, and that it, it, it is so important because it does matter. And you nail it about because I think back to the time when I was in high school, and even in the suburbs, we had the Sun Current and playing no. playing sports. I got my picture yeah. in, in the paper. It was like that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? That clipping of that photo is still in a photo book somewhere because I was in it the paper. And it's so critical to that. Thank you both for what you're doing, and um, we'd love to chat uh, again at some point. Uh, quickly, again, the names of your papers and where we can find them.
3: We are Medillia Times Messenger, Hanska Herald, Comfrey Times, Darfur Gazette, and Lake Crystal Tribune. And you can get them uh, if you go to
2: com. They're all available uh, just to see there. And obviously we have digital subscriptions at vanhemedia.com.
1: We'll check it out. Thank you both. Have a great all Christmas. Right. Yep. Thanks for Thank you. me. Sure.
0: Thanks, Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand.